0: Hi, welcome everyone to Making Sales Social Live. Brought to you by Social Sales Link. I'm Bob Woods, the uh, looking like the Lex Luther of LinkedIn and social selling today, and I am joined by I don't know the Lois Lane. Of- I'll take it. Selling
1: something like that. Why not?
0: How you doing, Brendan?
1: I'm good, Bob. Or Lex? How are you? <laughs>
0: I am doing really, really good. So uh, gonna be talking about something just slightly different today, but uh, mm-hmm. something that I still think is very applicable in especially in today's world and literally today's world. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Brent Tillman and me, Bob Woods every week making sales social live this is the recorded version of our weekly making sales social live show so um business to business selling used to be primarily face to face remember Mm -hmm. those days started to see a shift to interactions happening via digital platforms like linkedin well before the pandemic then during the pandemic, Zoom-type meetings and you know just more not face-to-face meetings really became almost the norm. I don't know if I'd say that they're truly the norm, but they are certainly much, much more prevalent than they were. And they're expected to continue to be like that, too. I don't think we're ever going to get away from that. So with that... B2B salespeople and managers need to, I think, reassess the role of personal selling in this new just kind of overall digital environment. Now, we are going to get into uh, a couple of details during this, but Brent, I think overall that even with this shift, and especially in B2B, salespeople are still going to be strongly needed. Agree or disagree? And I have a feeling I know which, which way
1: you're going to go with that. Look, people buy from people. Yes. Right. And, you know, networking and building relationships, that is not going away. If anything, we need to leverage it so that we have a strong network of people to help us meet new people to do business with. I know. Right? Right. I know. So for sure, face to face is not going away, but we can absolutely leverage LinkedIn and online sales to support face-to-face, or I say it's not going away. For a lot of people, it is. For a lot of people, they have gone. It's not going away for everyone. In fact, I've already done some conferences and some things that are out there. But there are a lot of folks who spent their whole careers going to networking events, and now they don't even have an office to go to. Right, They're sitting at home doing their work. So, I think that's the direction we're going in. I think Bob.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, with um, uh, you know, just with the, you know, the new world in, in air quotes, but it really kind of is of uh, a new world when it when it comes to just the process of, of selling is just is really trying to to get that process in with. The new tools that we have nowadays, which I think, and we're gonna, you know, obviously, with us being who we are and what we do, we are gonna keep coming back to, especially when it comes to B2B sales, LinkedIn, and social selling, because, you know, we were cool before all this stuff was cool, essentially. And we're the OG um, of cool. We are the OG of cool. God. Man, I love that. So, um, so I, I really
1: it, wish I could go back and tell my teenage self that I'm not going to be a nerd forever. Oh, I am still a nerd. I forgot. I'm a LinkedIn nerd. But
0: we're cool nerds, though. Cool and nerds. and nerds are cool in general nowadays. They're, they're in.
1: So, it's definitely.
0: Yeah. It's it's absolutely right. in. Let's let's definitely talk about not only some of the tools that that we use, but some of the ways that I really think that. Uh, salespeople need to be thinking as well as sales managers need to be embracing this so that they can help support their salespeople in this new world.
1: Yeah. So there's really two conversations here, right? The first conversation is how do we use digital sales with face-to-face and how do we use it on its own. So, right. So, so let's, I'm going to start if that's okay. With, yeah,
0: guys, please do.
1: And, and you know, it's something that we've as a team have been talking about and it's, it's how do we leverage digital and in person? So the first thing is pre event, what do we do? So mm-hmm. pre event, we want to, if we have a list of who's going to the event and if, if it's an online event, Often when you're doing a meetup or you know, you might see um, who's attending the event. If they have an event on LinkedIn and you hit I'm attending, you can see who's attending that event. You can see if there are sponsors. When you know you get an email about the event, are there sponsors that are going to be there? So we can really do a lot of pre-event planning and who it is that we want to have conversations with. If it's a smaller local type event, it could be anything, but I do this in the smaller Mm -hmm. events, I'll reach out to the person that's hosting the event and with a question, hey, this is what I do. These are the people I'm looking to have a conversation with. Is there anyone coming to the event that I should meet? And sometimes then they go, oh, there are three people that are registered. These would be great for you. And then when I get there, I, I, I might say, you know, uh, thank you so much for the information. Here are the three people that I'm hoping to meet. I'll look to see in the name tags if they're there already or if they're not there yet. And if they're there already, I might ask the host to make an introduction for me. Mm -hmm. So, right. So that's during the event. There's lots of other things to do. Make sure you're connecting with people during the event and sending on LinkedIn. We have the QR code where we can connect with them and then have a pre-written message about great to meet you at this event. Looking forward to our, you know, continuing our conversation. Let's connect. And then we can, you know, go follow up on that. And then, and then after the event, following up. But I think the purpose of today is making sales social was to talk about online or digital sales. So Bob, I'm yes. going to- throw- to you to open up.
0: Yeah. So all of that was, was great, especially cause networking is, is coming back and, uh, you know, face to face networking, I should say. And, you know, we have talked about that in the past here in the show, but I do think that going over that really quick was a really important thing to do. So, so let's take that kind of three stages that Bryn had mentioned before, you know, pre-event, event, and then post-event. And let's put that into the sales process now, when it comes to using digital tools, especially like LinkedIn so we're talking about pre purchase number 1 so this is when you know customers are generally gathering information comparing products doing everything that 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 they need to do and of course all this is happening before you even know that they are a potential customer which is where social selling comes in because if you are out there you are easy to find you are providing value you are providing insights into into how you help people, not that you help people, but how you help people. And you're just out there helping people too. Remember my old phrase, stop talking about help people and just help people. This is the type of thing that you really wanna be doing pre-purchase because in the minds of the people who are researching you, at this point, you are going to become much more of an expert, much more of a thought leader, and also someone who is much more approachable so that if they have questions about um ab- about what they're researching and you are in that if you're approachable and you know all this stuff, you're you're gonna be much more easier in their minds to reach out to. And remember, and this is the statistic that I can never remember. Bryn knows it, but it's like 60, 70 something percent of buyers who are six um, I forget the number wait, talking about.
1: Sixty-seven percent of the buying process is done before the sales rep even knows they're in the market. Is that the one? Right.
0: So, so, so that's one. The other one that I'm thinking of, though, is is the one where the um where where the salesperson who brought value first is the one who gets the deal.
1: Oh. of of buyers choose the company or sales rep that was first to provide value or insights. That's it. So that is.
0: uh... Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details again that socialsaleslink.com/in that one is that's corporate
1: Gartner's. visions as corporate cor- visions corporate visions yeah yeah uh, the f- first one is is was is the challenger customer Challengers, yeah. slash yeah /gartner now yeah
0: but i think that even with both of those st- statistics i think that that just reinforces everything that we're talking about in terms of being there First, But not just being there first and saying, hey, how you doing? Why don't you buy from me? Being there first with the information that people need and you genuinely helping them and providing value.
1: So let's break it down, right? So there's really, when it comes to digital sales, there's five categories or pillars, right? The first one is social listening. This is like where we used to go into an office and look around and find things that, you know, that we can talk about, right? Oh, I see, you know, your son is in Boy Scouts. My boys were on Boy Scouts, right? Whatever those those rapport building moments. Make sure we're doing that. Make sure that we have really understood our prospect before we reach out, what their challenges are, what their priorities are, what challenges they solve with their clients, like just understand. That's why when people say that, riches are in the niches it's because they have a deep understanding. So that's number one. number two is making sure that you shift your profile from a resume to a resource. This is your landing page. This mm-hmm. is ultimately to, to Bob's point the things that we the one of the things we talk about is rather than telling them how you can help them simply help them and that should start with your profile right bring value you know, very early on, and you'll earn the right to get the conversation. Number three, content and engagement. And we're saying 10, engage 10 times more than you post. So make sure you're commenting and liking on your prospects content on your colleagues content, 10 times more than you post, and you will start to see more engagement. And the people that you engage with will start to see more of your content. That number, so that's one, two, three. Number four, take inventory of your existing connections and identify who in your network are clients, prospects, referral partners that we should be having conversations with and simply take out your phone and send them a video message, right? We're talking about face-to-face to online sales. We can at least create face, if not face-to-face, <laughs> right? We can. Yep. We have a one-way face. So we're out there reminding people of who we are and starting conversations. And Bob, I think it's over, when you send a video message, it's over a 90% response rate.
0: Yeah, video, not only in in just posting and things like that, because that that's like, it's kind of face-to-face, but not really face-to-face. But that one-to-one one that's almost face-to-face is like getting that close, except there's just not two way Com- communication there but just you just sitting there talking to an individual in the camera they can you know it goes way beyond text which can be misinterpreted and everything else you're not going to misinterpret anything when you send a message via video and it's just it's much more powerful powerful so especially because even nowadays people don't do it you will stand out just because you did it
1: I love that and then number five, is really leveraging your social proximity to getting mm-hmm. in front of your ideal your ideal prospects. So identifying who your clients know, who your networking partners know, and leveraging those relationships to get in front of your buyers. And honestly, if you can nail those five pieces, you will nail online sales, digital Absolutely. sales
0: absolutely so so i want to wrap up with this idea of support and how management and sales organizations can support their people in doing this because i'm obviously if you're an entrepreneur solopreneur or you work for a very small company and are like eh, do what you want to do you're basically set except for hopefully some marketing support and things like that but sales organizations they have to train and empower, especially empower their salespeople, their teams, to use these tools effectively, efficiently, and obviously because it's in the name of the company. For 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 lack of a better phrase, you know, at least do all the branding and things like that as well. So this involves providing them with skills, knowledge, support, and yes, and we were talking about this today incentives to leverage the tools and platforms we were talking a little bit in a little bit of a different context earlier today in in, in our meeting but incentives and gamification if you can do it really supports not only supports salespeople, but because most sales people are competitive that's one of the reasons why they're in sales they will actually get more out of it and then the process they'll learn about what they can do and how they can do it. And that will just incentivize them further because it will ultimately show up in their paychecks. With that, Bryn. Um, can you think of maybe a way or two that a sales organization can can specifically help their 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 teams and their salespeople in this regard? I have a feeling you can, but I'm just well, asking just to make sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, other than me being salesy and say have a conversation with us because we might be able to help. I will throw in more more of a resource in our brand, but the first thing you need to do is get the mindset right with your team and get them to understand that there's a person on the other side of every one of these messages. Not to look at this as a big lead gen machine, but look at it as a big networking opportunity. If you were in real person, so treat the person on the other side of the message the same way you would if they were on the other side of the table. It is absolutely vital that we don't churn and burn. We don't connect and pitch. That we slow this down, right? Like that Mm -hmm. we slow this down and treat digital sales the same way we would in a face-to-face environment.
0: One hundred percent, yeah. So if that if that attitude doesn't flow down from from the top to the salespeople, it's just um, why why do it? Otherwise, you'll just you'll just look like one of those many many people, unfortunately, on LinkedIn right now who are who are doing the yeah. the connect and pitch, who are just out there just ramming down sales messaging and things like that constantly to their people rather than teaching and engaging and starting relationships and having conversations. That's what sales B2B sales in the future, in my opinion, is truly going to be all about. And I think it's starting to take off, but there's still plenty of other people who are still doing it the old fashioned way. And that's not really great in my opinion.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot here, but, you know, just pick something and get started, right? Just if you're in that sales leadership role, listen to some of the things that Bob said, write them down, maybe create a checklist. Um, but a hundred percent salespeople, unless it's transactional need to be leveraging LinkedIn to start sales conversations without being salesy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And of course, if you have any questions, reach out to me or Bryn, we are available on LinkedIn. Imagine that. So, um, Thank you so much for joining us on making sales social live this week. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, right now, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for those live sessions. If you're listening to us on our podcast and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and do so. So you'll be notified when all of our new shows drop and you'll be able to see our previous ones too. More info is available at socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Uh, We do two shows weekly, this one and our Making Sales Social Interview Series, where we talk with leaders and experts in sales, marketing, business, many, many more areas that we promise you will find genuinely interesting. So when you are out and about this week and every week, be sure to make your sales
1: social. Bye, guys. everybody.
0: Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.